Hello and welcome to Adja Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And today we're doing another vintage collection. This is episode 8 and we've just finished watching The Gargoyles, season 1, episode 8. Deadly Forces. I Now, I've never seen Gargoyles. Um, got Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Yeah, I've never seen them. <laughs> um, did you go out watching it? I watched it as a kid, yeah. So, I'm trying to think, how old would you have been? This is 94. Seven? Nine. I was no, born eighty five. Oh, okay. Nine. So this is like your I'm assuming like your peak of your like watching T V and stuff like this. Spider Man, X Men. Yeah. Batman, Fantastic Four. Yeah, Bat- Batman Beyond. No, Brave and Bold. Oh god no. This I, was, I used to watch the animated series. Oh, okay. It was still on when I was younger. I'm not that old. Was Brave and Bold? Was that before? That was after. After that's more the that's more the um That's golden age. red, isn't it? No, that's Batman Beyond. Is that Beyond? Yeah. Oh, okay. Brave and Bold is the more... More current-ish. It's the more cartoony. Right, okay. I, know, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. I do remember the animated series. Did you watch that? Was that the same time as this? The animated series? I Just think after. so. I remember watching it as a kid, so yeah. it was around about... Because I remember, you didn't you used to say it was, um, it was something on Saturday mornings. It's the Hour of Power you that's had. That's it. Fantastic Four, The Hulk... X-Men and there was another one I think it might have been Batman right might not but there was four shows that would be shown they're like 15 minute episodes it was the hour yeah good 90s TV man problem is I tried looking <laughs> it up and all that came up with the hour of power was a um, American religious broadcast no. <laughs> from one of those mega churches it wasn't that no 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 okay um, yeah so this is the first time I've ever seen Gargoyles uh, I think if I had seen it I don't remember it if you know what I mean. I, I know of it, but... You, you might have watched an episode when you were younger, but it wouldn't have been something you would have held in your memory. Yeah, def, definitely. Because, I mean, I remember when we first got Disney+, Plus and I was like, oh, that looks good. And I know I knew of it, but I don't remember what I said. I don't remember watching it, whereas X-Men and oh, the ones you for Arrow Power, I remember watching all of them. And kind of more like Cousin. Is older than me, so he watched that stuff, which is what I watched. He's older than stuff. you, but younger than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we watched uh, episode eight, which is Deadly Force. Um, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Um, so the reason we picked this one because normally when we when we do a vintage collection, we tend to try and do like the most iconic episode or the most well known moment. Yeah, as long as it's before two thousand. Yeah, so. Yeah, so people that are listening, if you're first time listener, um, start with episode one of Avengers Collection. Obviously, every every episode is a different show. Um, the first one was Red Dwarf, and then we go kind of jump here, there, and everywhere through basically from the year 2000 back, back which is retro. Or, <laughs> I don't I guess, like that. I guess. Um, or For me, the 1990s was still 10 years ago. Yeah, um, with your Sega Mega Drive. Did you have a Sega? I think we had a master system. Okay. <laughs> they were good. Do you remember the TV boys? I remember having an Amstrad. <laughs> oh, um... that my sister had that in her bedroom. I was, oh, remember okay. that because it was terrible games on that. Terrible. But <laughs> yeah. It was a computer thing and I'd never seen one. It was amazing to look at. Yeah. Nowadays. Just, just, yeah, Nowadays you can stream games you're not even pl- you don't even own. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can do it through the cloud. Yeah. Cloud gaming. That's weird. Um, Though if Microsoft wants to sponsor us, we'll be happy to listen yeah, to that. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so the reason we picked uh, Deadly Force was because you said it had like a very strong message, and obviously 
it, you get the message kind of at the start and yeah. then they really hammer it, it down yeah, yeah at the end um so you're gonna have to tell me the names of these gargoyles because i haven't i haven't got a clue of who they are i didn't even really i just thought they were always around i didn't know they well, you'd have sun to, down you'd have sun to. up what's the word did sun up so in the minute they, the sun come out they wake up no the sun comes up they turn into brick or stone right yeah it's called Stone Hibernation. Right. There's too many names. I don't know which one of the guy called. Oh, Tim Curry's in it. Yeah. He's Anton, Dr. Anton Severus. <laughs> so is... Um, I've got the... Frank Welker. I know who that is. Got in characters. Right, I can get the list of the characters up. That's not a problem. One moment. But the uh, people that are actually in it. Unfortunately, he's not in this episode, but Jonathan Franks is in it. Which is? Will Riker. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays oh, wow. David Xanatos. Is that a later episode then? He's in it quite a lot in different episodes. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael Dorn is in this. Worf. We were, which we were discussing, and you also said uh, Data, Data as well? Yeah, Brent Spinner yeah, plays Brent Spinner. Um, Puck. So are they gargoyles or are they? No, they're just characters. Oh, they're, okay. they're just... A lot of the gargoyles' lore is um, based around Oberon and Titania, the, the legend of the Fae. But that's later in the later season. The Yulf, that comes later. <laughs> All right, so we've got. Goliath, which is, I'm assuming, the lead gargoyle. Yep. You've um, got Brooklyn, mm-hmm. who's um, the bread, uh, bread, the red one with like a beak, who's both uh, acted by Jeff Bennett. Yep. You've got Lexington, who looks more like a bat because his, his wings are under his arms. Mm-hmm. You've got Hudson. Odd, uh, actually, gargoyles themselves didn't name themselves. Gargoyles, and as, as if the gargoyles by themselves, they don't give each other names. So where, they, where did these get their names from? Uh, Goliath was given his name by the humans he originally protected. Oh, okay. And these more, the other gargoyles, basically, I think Eliza, Eliza and they themselves picked names they liked. Mm-hmm. But as a species, they never actually gave each other names. So they're just gargoyles? They're just, you, if you want to speak to someone, you put your hand on them and say friend or hello there or you get their attention. <laughs> Imagine that now, just in this current day. Hello there. <laughs> hello there. That'd be, that'd be very strange. Um, there, yeah. are, there is a lot of there's a lot of different gargoyles, but the main cast are that are Goliath, Brooklyn, Lexington, Hudson, and Broadway. Right. Okay. This episode focuses more on Broadway, which is that's the I don't want to say the fat one, but the yeah that one yeah the tubby. Well, he's the one who's predicted. Uh, not predicted. So he's the one who's shown as wanting to eat more because yeah. they actually make the comment about oh he wanted he liked it so much he missed his breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. So the first question, he so he broad what's your name Broadway? Yeah. So he goes to the cinema. He's become enamoured with a Western movie. Right. So he's seen it a few times already by the look by the sounds of it and he's gone to watch it again. Do you think it was a good, the bad and the ugly? I don't know, I've never seen the good, the bad and the ugly. You... I don't really watch Western oh, movies. Wow. I don't know, I just I feel like if it's if it's a well known Western, obviously they're not gonna brand it, but if it's a well known one. Well the guy did flick his shawl back, and I remember didn't Clint Eastwood do that in the movie? I, I, he does a lot of stuff. I can't, I can't remember a fan. Um, but yeah, I believe if if he did, then it would have been that. Um, it, it was definitely probably a Clint Eastwood of movie of some. But sort. It was a, it's a generic yeah. Western movie yeah, for this yeah. for this TV show. Um, what flavor popcorn do you reckon he was eating? If anything, anything like me, prefer salted. I can't stand salted. Mm. I have a real salt. You have people who have sweet tooth. I have salt tooth. I can. Like salted rice cakes, I can eat them. I can eat no. really salted um, crisps. Like salt and vinegar crisps for me is enough. I don't, 
I don't like anymore. And even that's too salty. Uh, uh, ready salted is a no go. Why not? It's just too salty. I, I don't know. I just don't. To like me, ready salted is just plain crisps. <laughs> I just, I'm just not a fan. I don't know. I don't really like salt. We've had this conversation many a time um, with my mother. Um, she likes salt. I'm not a fan. Uh, just all right. Then yeah, what I kind of know. popcorn do you think he's eating then? Banana toffee. Oh <laughs> no. Oh no. Um, probably sweet. Like if he's if he's got a sweet tooth and he likes food, maybe sweet or sweet and salty because he gets the best of both. Yeah, maybe he's a man. Who, yeah, maybe he's a gargoyle who likes both. Maybe, maybe. Um, but he's become enamoured with this movie, and well, after it finishes, he goes to see his human friend Eliza. Eliza. Mm-hmm. One second, I. I can remember her name. Eliza. Eliza Mazza. Yep. And she's a she's a police officer, right? Yep, she's a human. And has she been a police officer throughout the whole obviously because this is only episode eight. So I'm assuming they've 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 she, met yeah, in, in this series. Yeah, she uh, that she meet within the first three episodes. Right. And she's she was a police officer before the gargoyles came to Manhattan. Right, okay. So obviously so they've got a a friendship of sorts yeah um, obviously she offers to make him some steak um, which I'm hoping if he's a gargoyle he probably just has rare <laughs> or medium rare at least well I don't know that he Brooklyn is well known for liking his food and he eats burgers and things so he can probably yeah yeah so maybe cooks maybe cooked I don't know um, but yeah so he messes around with a gun and it goes off He pick, yeah he picks it up and pretends to be a cowboy he says, uh, don't forget the horses. I suppose that's a line from the movie. Probably. And, yeah, it goes off in his hand and he shoots Eliza. Mm-hmm. He takes it, gets her to the hospital, though, after checking. Well, he didn't yeah. really check her. He just said, he said just, her name and then jumped out the window with her. Yeah. Yeah, so he, when he lands, I love I loved the way they show they're flying, by the way. Which, um, you said... Gargoyles don't fly, they glide. So they need to be up high to, the, yeah. to glide. Hmm... I don't know. I've I've not really watched enough to kind of moan. Well, Gargo, um, uh, Goliath himself says they can't fly. They glide. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, which okay. makes which confuses the heck out of me sometimes in future episodes because from a standard position they bend their knees, jump up, and flap the wings, and off <laughs> they go. And that's that's not gliding. That's flying. Right. Okay. Um, right. Okay. So there's that. And what confuses me is he leaves on the hospital bed. What's that called? A stretcher. A stretcher. Right. A gurney. Sorry. Gurney. Yes, a gurney. That's what I was thinking. Um, and he takes a really deep breath. He saw blood on his hands. Oh, okay. I, he pulled back. He saw his... <gasps> right. I thought he was going to try and give a like, mouth-to-mouth or something until someone come. And then all of a sudden, the camera pans, and he's not there, and she's just on the stretcher. And I'm thinking, well, what was that big breath about? Yeah, I like, think it was the shock me. of seeing the blood on his hands. Right, okay. That's what I got from it. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, meanwhile, all that's, why that before that had happened, Eliza is... So she works for the police. She's trying to stop guns getting onto the streets. Yeah. And there's a big uh, sh- gun shipment that's been, well, owned by a group called Xanatos Industries. Yeah. It's been captured by a a guy. Everyone knows he's a bad guy, but he's got too many, he's got too many, he's handing too many people's pockets. Yeah, yeah. He's untouchable, bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Um, So obviously the guns get, I'm assuming they get stolen from the, the docks. The, the docks. Um. 
Which is, it must be really planned. They knew it was happening. Yeah. So obviously they've got inside information. So they steal them, um, and they're selling. They're selling them on the street. Selling a few of them on the street to cover costs, because the main bulk they're selling to another buyer. So they're trying to get money from both sides, basically for, for their own financial gain. Yeah. From both. Yeah. They're selling to the. They're selling to low lives and to a major buyer. Mm-hmm. Um. And in the process of obviously doing that, which is really good, although you did say, oh, that's the bad guy. Like, <laughs> without you having to say that, they, the way they portray him is very good because <laughs> he's got like a chiseled jaw, black, like, clean face, black long flowing black, black flowing hair. He's got an evil laugh. It's, you wouldn't it, have mistaken him for a good guy. No, not not at all. He's a, he's a typical, I would say a typical 1990s cartoon bad guy. Yeah, he even had the evil laugh down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which was great to see. It's it's really weird going back and watching something from the nineties, knowing that how things look now, because you look at it and you think, oh, I don't, I don't know. They're but, a little on the nose with the character there. Yeah, but at the same time, the way I think that's the difference of when we've watched current stuff to stuff like back then. This was very taken from like the style of comic books. Yeah. Like if you you could literally if you put this whole story in a comic book, just picture scene by scene by scene and just put the speech bubbles on it, you would think, Oh, okay, it's just sound a comic book. This was from comic books. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's literally from comic book to, to screen. Whereas nowadays it's a lot different. It's too it's too polished. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um But yeah, no, I really like that. So obviously the message for the thing um is about him playing with the gun. Yeah. Well, even though they're as old as they are, he still he still seems very young. But then do you think that's because... Obviously, maybe, I don't know how long he's... Is there a thing of how long they've been around? Or There was a mage spell cast on them. They were frozen in time for a thousand years. Okay. They're originally from Scotland. <laughs> of course. Even though they had no Scottish accents whatsoever. Uh, no. But... Um, He's, I think he's technically an adult by gargoyle standards. So Maybe he's a young adult then. Yeah, Maybe he's no? in a new world and he's seeing people playing with guns. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if, it could happen to anyone, really. Yeah. But he, he does learn his lesson eventually. But he does go and try to take it out on the baddies, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could. Do you know what? It, this is very... I guess, obviously, this is way before even the gargoyle has come out. Um, I don't know, comic-based-wise. But... You kind of get so you've got an overall leader, right? Then you have the others. Right? So you've got an overall leader. The main ones that seem to stand out is Goliath, and what's that guy's name? The one that shot Elijah. That's Broadway. Broadway, right? So you've got those two, which are like the leader, the childish one, and then you've got the other two that are there. I'm assuming they've got other aspects of them. Well, you've got Le- Lexington is smart. Yeah. Bro- um, his face. One second. Brooklyn is uh, brave, Lexington is intelligent, and Hudson is the grizzled old warrior figure. So, in comparison... He is the jester in, in the group. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, if you look at it from... You have a four things, and then a woman. It's kind of like a Ninja Turtle style in the way it's built. Yeah, but there was never any will-they-won't-they they with with her and the turtles. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that would have been weird. Do you know what I mean, though? It's, you, ha- you have a leader, you have the funny one, you have... The way that was quite common. That's very common from like eighties, nineties yeah. onwards. So I like that we've got that structure. You can go, oh, okay, and you resonate with who who is. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming when you were younger, 
Um, did your brother watch this? I don't know. Oh, okay. I was going to say, normally, like, with your brother or your cousins or something like that, you watch something, you go, oh, I'm Goliath, and you can be this one. Do you know what I mean? Because they've, they've got their own characteristics. I probably would have said I'm more like the Archmage, but he appears on a different <laughs> But do you know, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, everyone has a favourite, so they go to that one, and that's who they like to be. Um, but yeah, so the way they break them up, character-wise, is, is by doing that. Um, I didn't realise Broadway's uh, voice actor is... Um, one second. Which is Bill Farbucky. Patrick Spongebob's actor. Oh, is it? Yeah. Wow. You wouldn't believe that. Actually, I could. If you listen to Broadway speaking, I can, you can hear elements of Patrick. We'll have to, I'll have to listen back when we, uh, when we do the edit. Um, and I'll see if I can oh, catch okay. it. So I just learned something else about the TV show I never knew. Which is? The old grizzled warrior, Hudson, is his dad. He's Broadway, it's Broadway's dad. Oh, is he? Yeah. Mm, interesting. So, all right, so may, may, Sorry if that changes nothing at all no. about it. <laughs> But yeah, so basically the mess- they do the message for this one as Broadway's playing with a gun. Eliza gets, Eliza gets killed. Um, shot. And, uh, shot, sorry. <laughs> she um, doesn't die. And then, uh, who's the leader? Um, Goliath. Goliath. He basically goes on a rampage. Yeah, because he believes it's the baddie, the um, Tony. Tony Draken. Oh. Dracon. What, what a typical mobster name. Yeah. Tony. Um, Tony. Yeah, Tony. Um, he believes well he overhears Eliza's boss talking to the family at the uh, bedside saying they believe Tony Draken's men or possibly himself shot her in retaliation for a continued continued investigation Mm -hmm. which you would think the way that the story is unfolded so far she she goes up and speaks to him um, is it the cinema or something it looks. It could be anything like that, couldn't it? Yeah, it, it could, could be the cinema, it could be an opera house, a yeah. theatre. So, from somewhere. So, she speaks to him and then basically says, I hope you've got an alibi, which he says, I was with these all night. Which, yes, he technically he was, because he was, that's where he was stealing the guns with him. Um, and then, from that confrontation, I'm assuming she would have reported back, saying, obviously, it was, it was this. So, they have an idea of it. Tony was the one maybe doing the, to them... He possibly he could have been the one that's stealing the ammo yeah. and the guns so I guess yeah him retaliating by doing that that's instantly what they would think they wouldn't think anything else it would make the most logical sense to them yeah to them it would because and Gargoyle and sorry Goliath overhearing he has he has an attraction to her to Eliza do you think it's like a normal attraction or is it just he has more affection for her because she's kind of friends with them no, there's always been there's always been a on the edge of is there isn't there with those two. Even if you watch the series through, you'd see because even later when you meet a gargress, which is what you call a female gargoyle, right, called Demona, and she's Goliath's former mate, right. It's basically his ex. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's really obviously jealous about the relationship that those two have. And that unfolds, I'm guessing, later on. Through yeah. The okay. So, yeah, so for those of you, like, like I said at the beginning, I've never seen Gargoyles. Um, is this something that you watched more than everything else, or is this one of the additional things that you watched along with everything else? When I was younger, this would be on, I think it's, I think it was on Saturdays it was on. So I'd, I'd, I'd try and watch it when it was on. 
Yeah, yeah. But obviously, as a kid, you don't always get to decide what's going to be on TV in the morning. Well, you have brothers and sisters. So Two like sisters, five, one brother. And probably, I'm assuming, one TV in the house. Yep. So four of you trying to pick what you had on the TV all yeah. at the same time. Means I very rarely got to watch it, but when I did, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, which is funny because I never had, I never had that issue. Obviously, being an only child. Yeah. But then we had this discussion before, like, um, my wife was talking about it. It's like she's shocked that I've not seen many Disney's. My mum hasn't seen many Disney films. But then I was like, well, I grew up, my cousin watched Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers. So I grew up watching, I followed suit by watching that because that's what I was around. I didn't need to watch Disney. Like, do you know know what I mean? Because he didn't watch it. So I didn't have anyone else to kind of say, oh, oh, you should watch this, yeah. I didn't care. By the time I was able to appreciate like that sort of stuff, I was already watching Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles and X-Men and (laughs) Spider-Man and so on and so on. So it was something that I never watched. Same as this, because he never watched it. I didn't watch it because it it just wasn't on. So, um, well, if you don't, if, you, if your parents aren't watching it, and then there's no reason for you to watch it yourself. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's very, it's one of those things, especially because it does look good. I do want, I might have to go through and watch the series as a whole. Is it? it it's not many either. It's like the first season's thirteen. I think 13. the second one's eight. I know twelve, and then thirteen. Yeah. So it's not. It's not a lot. There's not even forty episodes in total. No, and they're all, and the good thing is they're all like twenty minutes, which was like a typical. Yeah, because it'd be half an hour of, with the commercials. Yeah, yeah. With the adverts, sorry, British. We were English adverts. Yeah. So half hour of that, that's enough. Um, and all the problems end up being solved in that time. Most yeah, of the episodes, <laughs> unless it's a to be continued. Oh yeah, or one of three parters. I hate those sometimes, but they do have a longer storyline, so they need more time. The worst thing is watching part one missing part two thinking that you're going to see part two next and it's part three and you, you there was no way to go back and watch it <laughs> unless you recorded it so nowadays the young the next dad the younger spoiled. generation is far too spoiled when they get to be able to stream it go back and watch it again now we didn't have any of that do you remember the times when we had to record on VHS I still have episodes of Pokemon recorded on VHS <laughs> from SMTV Live oh man that's, that's and Deck and, De- and, and Cat Daily yeah God, it's madness. What was that? That was 2000? Yeah, that's good. 2000? Yeah, around about 2000? Yeah. Something like that. It was like, there was around about the time with Dick and Dom in a bungalow. And... I'm sure it was. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I wouldn't have been that old. I don't think I was that older. Let's, I'm gonna, just going to check when SMTV Live was on because it feels like it was earlier than that. I'm going to guess 2003. SM, no, that's DN. SMTV. British. 1998. 98? Man. Final episode, 2003. Oh, okay, yeah, so I got the ending, not the early. Wow. 98, so when was. Yeah, so it must have been, yeah, Pokemon, yeah, because Pokemon was big. But not 96? 97 is when it goes. 97 when it got massive, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so we must have got it over here around about the time for the game. So yeah, ninety seven. So yeah, your yeah yeah. So it works out about right. Would you still watch them VHS tapes? Or are you worried if I could find them? <laughs> look how long they look. <laughs> yeah, they do look very different, especially Dex hair. What is yeah, that, that Dex- was that was fashionable then. <sighs> no, 
I do remember there was one episode of SMTV Live. Um, he deck. Yeah, it just uh, collapsed halfway through, and they tried to make it. They tried to play off like it was an April Fool's joke. Right. It wasn't. He collapsed because even afterwards he was still like someone's holding, Ant was holding his shoulders. Right. Holding him up. But like, no, oh, we need to get to the bottom of that. I don't know, but uh, well, I'll research it and I'll see if I can find <laughs> it. Um. But yeah, so was this? This was the sort of stuff they played because, like, so talking about SMTV, they would so they'd have the whole structure of the show with they'd have a segment here, a segment here, a segment here. Someone, a celebrity, come on, sing or perform or whatever. Another select segment, but in between them, they would show cartoons, cartoons and stuff yeah. like that. So this is the sort of thing they'd show, but they at that point they had more Pokemon because it was the major phenomenon at the time. Yeah. So was there a show that you was watching before that had gargoyles, or was it just on like a a Fox Kids or? I think it was just on like Saturday mornings that you'd have it BBC or. I thought it was too far back for me to remember. I'm trying to think like. I think ITV had a lot of ITV had a lot of um, kids shows kids shows obviously BBC had we had Live and Kicking um, what was the other ones Live and Kicking Dick and Dominic Bungalow there was Saturday Morning something there was one and there was another one and then they had something do you know what I mean Ministry I just, I just of Mayhem remember, and I just whatnot. remember sitting there in my um, pyjamas and dressing gown watching it while eating breakfast That's, I've got a clear memory of that <laughs> did you have a specific breakfast to eat as well when you were watching it I think I just ate whatever mum oh, gave me oh, okay. <laughs> I was never a dressing gown I'm still not now no I, I, we had them as kids but growing up now just like I've got pyjamas I'm going to wear them I'm going to wear them I'm not going to walk around the house in a, in a dressing gown there's no reason yeah it's very um... I know it's, it may be some, a little, sound a little sexist but it seems more like a, a female woman thing <laughs> Maybe. I, I, people just like being cosy. But like my thing is, it's put on a jumper. Yeah, I would rather, I'd rather wear like an, a, a, a 12XL t-shirt yeah, and just yeah. like to cover yourself up in. I'd just I'd rather have a hoodie on and some socks. Yeah, exactly as I am now and just I'm casual. I don't know. I don't like the idea of dressing gown, especially when people get out of a shower. They'll put a towel around them and then put a dressing gown on and that feeling of having your wet arms touching wet fabric, it just makes me cringe. Um, yeah, so I'm not not a dressing gown person. This conversation has gone way where it's... <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, do gargoyles wear dressing gowns, reckon? They wear loincloths. <laughs> they do. That's that's very strange. I don't know why you pointed at me in such I, a way. I, 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 they I, do. <laughs> that is very strange. I like their... Um... Hudson is the only one who seems to wear armour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So have they got, like... Is, is their clothing to do with from the history so this you wore this because you were a protector of this or a commander of this or do they have that they never mention whether or why they wear loincloths or why Hudson wears armour they just wear what they wear they just wear the thing is they don't, they don't seem affected by cold all that much I mean remember they lived in Scotland <laughs> not, not exactly the warmest place <laughs> yeah, on the planet yeah that is true that is true but I you're think... right none of them have got a Scottish accent well was this 94 yeah what Scottish accents were around then that would have done a done a voice for that not very many. How old would um? Oh, what's he called? McGregor. Uh, was it you and McGregor? For yeah, because he played. Played a lot of roles. Um, Obi. He played. Uh, he played Obi Wan. So how old? Could he done um Trainspotting, didn't he? No, not Trainspotting. Yeah, he was in Trainspotting. Was he in Trainspotting? Yeah, yeah. So how old? I'm trying to think. So he would have been good for that. But yeah, I don't know. Have, have a comment. Tell us on Twitter if you can think of any Scottish actors that would do it. Um, would have done it. 
um, at least had a little bit of Scottish in them to like one of them could at least wore a kilt <laughs> just something to show there was some heritage there um, the thing is um, in the first few episodes they say they were there before the castle was they, those cliffs were their home long before the humans turned up oh okay so if they already had their lang- their accents in place how how, how a group of Gargoyles from the Scottish Highlands have American accents. I'm not exactly sure, but they do. I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, Hudson, the oldest one, has a bit of a Scottish brogue to his voice. Yeah. The thing is, though, the voice actors, they can only do what they're told. And obviously, yeah. back then, it was... Representation wasn't that important. No, it was very different back then, recording-wise. Obviously, they'd go in to do their, they'd do their recording. I don't, I don't know how they would do it, but normally, they'd go in and do the recording on from the the paper Script. in the studio um, they obviously they get directing how they do it then I don't know if they'd match the voice to the drawing like the art or if they'd do the art first and they'd put the voice over the top and then mimic the mouth movement. I don't know no obviously it was 90s so it was still different well, to now very much so um, so if they were to redo the gargoyles um, rebrand it give it still the twang that it had so it wasn't too ruined who would you have as like just just like the four voices who would you use? I would try to keep it as much as possible but I have the actors put a, like, a tiny twinge of Scottish accent on them so you could use McGregor you and McGregor yeah that'd be yeah that'd be interesting James Earl Jones would be good as Goliath I guess no you're not feeling that I mean you always bring back the guy on, um, who done Broadway's voice he's still current <laughs> yeah yeah doing old um, Patrick's I was about to say Patrick Squarepants for a yeah. second then. <laughs> it's not that. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. It could be... Would you enjoy it as much if they brought it back? I don't know, because they've, they've done that recently with an anime I liked, Shaman King. Right. They brought it back. They've, re- they've restarted it and they've, you know, they've gone through it and completed it and everything. Yeah, yeah. But it just it just feels so meh compared to the one I yeah. grew up with. Same. Like, I... I mean, watching it, obviously, if, if I watched the newer one, I'd be like, oh, okay. But in watching the old one, I feel like it's not as good because you'd seen the newer one first. So it's the opposite for me. I've enjoyed the older one, and the old new one just sounds like... It wouldn't be right. It just well, wouldn't sit right. Yeah, it just feels like they've just... They haven't, they haven't got any new ideas. They just want to rehash everything of the yeah. old time. I get... Do you know what? For me, I think... It, I think the one thing for, like... I'm like, oh, please don't, please don't. Probably Biker Mice from Mars. Oh god, that was a horrible show. Did you see? So you didn't like it. I loved it. It was okay to a point, but the only thing alien about them was they gave them antennae. <laughs> that was it. They were humanoid mice with green or you know yeah. the coloured ante- antennas. In what but, way does that make them Martian? I, I don't know. Do you remember the Ugly Martians? That was yeah. a pure CGI thing. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And uh, Street Sharks, which was just a complete knockoff of oh, uh, but, turtles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, like any one of those, like especially Bike Master Mars or Street Sharks, if they redone that, I don't think I'd enjoy it because it took away that. There, there was something retro about it that made it what it was. Yeah. Same with this. I mean, I would I wouldn't like this if they CGI'd it. It'd be atrocious. No, and and I think that's that's what's so great. That's what's so good about this. The way because it was it was set in the nineties, and then we look at it back at it now. We're so used to just visually seeing how it is, now. So when you look something back then you think actually that was pretty good like it was very comic-esque you know in the style and, and like even, even voicing the way they done it um, but yeah no it was good but the overall message 
as you said, touch guns. don't touch guns, don't play with them. So do you think, not that I want to bring the pod down to that sort of level, but do you think something would have happened around, around the, time. the time frame? Possibly, Maybe. but there were a lot, um, back then there were a lot of TV shows that were trying to push like a after school, Sunday school message at people. Yeah, yeah. And this would have been one of the ones brought out like that. So it's like very campaigny without having to put the political yeah. side of it in, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it was good. I enjoy it. Um, do we normally rate? We don't normally rate them, do we? No, I don't think we do. No, I don't think so. I was going to say, it's been a while since we've done one. Um, but yeah, so obviously that was Gargoyle Season 1, Episode 8. It's called Deadly Force. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I'd, I'm intrigued to see what happens. So I'd, I might have to watch, watch through them. Um, well start from the beginning don't start from now well yeah yeah obviously I'm not going to just go from the 8 and think oh I know what's going on I haven't got a clue um, but yeah I will be looking bearing in mind that there is no Scottish accent um, but then you're right if if they were there before everything else was they would have their own accent their standard accent yeah have so. a look at when you see if you when you get round to uh, episode 7 the one before this yeah let me know because I want to ask you a couple of questions about right it. okay um, yeah, all right, so obviously this is that one done. Um, and then, obviously, we've got another vintage collection that we're going to record. We'll give you a peek behind the curtain. Recording them both on the same day, but they're not being released on the same day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's watch Webhead. Okay. Okay.